Welcome to part two of this out-of-line discussion with Hilton Carter. You and social media, you are like the plant man and your feed is the most luscious green jungle out there. Um, but I want to hear kind of just like your your story. So starting from, you know, when you, if I scrolled all the way back to the first Instagram post, what would it be and what's your evolution been like? Aren't you supposed to ask me, like, what was the first social media account I had? Well, do, platform I, I can on? ask you that. Do you, <laughs> do you want me to no. ask you that? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Were you on no, AIM? Were you on, were you on Flickr? Were you on... Friendster, MySpace, oh, Twitter. Oh, yes. Um, uh, Instagram, how's that? There you go. Um, so then I ended... So uh, if you scroll all the way back on my Instagram feed, I actually don't even know what you would see first. Probably just, like... Uh, random pictures from uh la of me just enjoying life right uh things that were in my apartment food i was possibly eating artwork that i was into uh things like that and you would have continued to see that also like travel stuff but nothing as curated as what you see today so um my move to New Orleans, uh, you would see that. And then you would then see a transition into Baltimore, back to Baltimore. So it wasn't until 2016, uh, summer of 2016, so like two years ago. Yeah, two years ago around this time. Uh, my girlfriend and I, <clears throat> my wife, my girlfriend at the time and I were uh, – moving in with each other and we were just moving down the hall into a bigger apartment and I had already had um about 60 to 70 plants in my apartment and obviously I was showing these plants on my Instagram but not really doing I mean they're just in my space so I'm just taking photos of my space I'm proud of my space so I'm gonna take photos of it I'll post on Instagram to show you this new lamp I bought and I put a terrarium in it I want you to see it look how cool this is um, nothing um, like nothing more than that. Uh, so we were moving into this new apartment and I was like, you know what? I have all of this extra creativity. I need to push that elsewhere and I need to moonlight somewhere. I need to do something as a second career. There's too much time uh, in this world and I need to put my energy elsewhere as well. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to be an interior stylist, interior designer. I told my uh, wife, I'm just say wife. I told Fiona this, and she was like, "Okay, great, um, you should do that." And I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna take some before photos of our new apartment because we had the keys to it already. I'll take some before photos of it, and then as we uh, as I style the apartment, I'll take some after photos." This was the plan. So, um, I talked to a friend of mine. And I was like, "You know, you have a really good eye and design. Maybe we should start like a account together." And uh, she was really excited about it, but her uh, excitement wasn't to my level of excitement. So when I say I want to do this thing, I mean now. Like I want to, I want to create this this thing. I want to build this building. I'm not like I want to build this building. Uh, maybe next year. I'm like no, I want to build this building tomorrow. How do we get uh, everyone on board to do this thing? 
So a few a few months had passed, and she wasn't picking up what I was putting down. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just start posting more photos on my feed. So this was like October of of 16, and I was posting photos. I'm like, yeah, the same people are seeing these photos. Um, just the I had 700 something followers. Like, same people are seeing these photos. I need to get the word out that I'm styling spaces so that people can give me some work. So uh, my wife was like, um, let me tell you how Instagram works. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, let me break this down for you. You might want to use hashtags. And I was a little bit on like the ha- like hashtags, like a little, a little desperate. Uh, I don't, do I need hashtags? He was like, no, you need to use hashtags. People use hashtags. Let me tell you how it works. Hashtags are the way when people are searching for something, that's how they find it. It's not desperate. You just want people to find your find your post. You might want to use hashtags. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll start using hashtags. She's like, look, let me give you some hashtags to use. <laughs> let me find some hashtags to use. You know, you have we have all these plants in our house. Obviously, every photo you take is going to have a plant in it. Maybe you should start using hashtags from these plant accounts. So now there are accounts out there. Obviously, there's a ton of them that do repost. So she gave me a few accounts. Now, one of them happened to be uh, Jungalo uh, style was one of these hashtags. Mm. So one night in October, late October, I just remember this because it forever changed me um i posted a photo of this living wall that i have in my apartment and i put a few hashtags in there and jungle low style was one of those hashtags and that night i am uh, at a birthday party and i look at my phone and it's just like notification notification just going crazy and i was like what is happening what is going on on instagram and I went and I was like, what's going on? And I, I was like, what is going on here? And Jungalo, the Jungalo had did a repost of that wall. And I was like, oh, I mean, I freaked out. I had someone actually text me and say, dude, you're blowing up. Wow. <laughs> you're, on, you're on the Jungalo uh, Instagram account. Now, I personally, I, I admit, admit this here. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was this just this October or was this like, no, no. this is October of 16. Okay. 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 Sorry. I lost, October I lost the timeline 16. for a second. All good. This is almost two years ago. So, um, I'm like, Oh man, look at this. And I remember like, um, I don't know what it was, but there was something real magical about watching those notifications I don't know. Like, I just remember that moment and just being like, wow, like that happened. Like someone, someone, like someone decided they liked this image enough to repost it. And then all of these people are, are on my page now. Mm. Like this is, that's where the notifications are coming from. They're, they're, Cause they're on my page now. And now they're following this, like my account. Like, I literally went from, like, 700 followers to, like, I had, like, 1,000 followers. Like, <clears throat> I say ele- I say I had 1,100 followers. That, that I lost my mind. I was like, oh, my God. I had just had 700 followers. And I had steady 700 followers for, like, 
three years, two years, I don't know. Like the seven hundred, those are my people. Like those are my people. Like those are the people that have been with me for since Instagram started. Let's say wow. those are people who know me as the dude that makes film, videos, things of that nature, and I'm sharing my day to day with them. Now they're seeing the shift, a lot of interior stuff, and all of a sudden I have 1,100 followers. And, oh my god, like this is amazing! Like, oh, I, I'm I'm losing my mind. So I mean, from that moment, I'm just like, there's some, there's some, uh, there's something here. This is where people can then people will now see people will now see actually what I'm trying to show them. Someone might hire me to give me a job to style their home. That's amazing. All these new these new eyes are now here. So from that point forward, um, my mission was to find what I wanted to create for my account. Like what was my account? Like what was it to me? Like if this is if this is if this is how uh, the jungalo does their account, right? Mm. What are the what are the things that their account is about, or or people that I like? What artists that I've seen on Instagram or accounts that I see on Instagram and, and that I like, and why am I following these accounts? Why am I why why do I stop to like a post? Mm. So this is like the the work. I was like, I got to do this work. Like, what is what is this? First of all, it's a it's a image based platform. So before you can. Uh, get someone to read your caption. It's not Twitter. Like before, you can get someone to read what you're saying. You have to hold them. You have to pull their attention by something that's striking, image-wise. So it's like you know what? I need to have better images. I need to show, shoot better images, and I need to find find a, a, a way to make the image look like I want it to look. Not just like I'm gonna randomly shoot this on my phone. So I just started using. A friend of mine had an extra camera that he let me use. Um, so I just started taking photos of like my space. I was like, Oh, I'm going to set this. I'm going to set up this corner and I'm going to shoot, uh, the corner of the living room. Then I'll go shoot the dining room. Then I'll, and I was like, I'm going to just start posting what's in our apartment. And then again, my wife was just smart enough to say, Hey, you have West, we have West, Elm, West Elm furniture in here. They repost. You have to use this. My West Elm hashtag. Okay, I'll do that. I love Put her. that in. She sounds amazing. A week, a week later, I get like a repost, and then I get an email from one of their guys like, "Hey, we want to feature your home and on our blog." Yes. And literally, it just—I would just say ballooned after that. It's just a lot of focusing in on what is the look of the account. It has to be consistent. I have to be consistent. I have to post more this sucks like we may have to post more what time do i post i don't know figure it out all right there's where it says people should post like, ah, i don't know if that's working i'm just gonna post when i feel like posting but then just be consistent the one thing i have to do is i gotta make sure the art is good i gotta make sure people want to even look at what i'm sending them and then it just so happened that people started picking out or like pointing out the plants that were in the shots. And I was like, well, that's just my apartment. But, um, yeah, I'm also in the plants. So the push to do interior styling almost just like not even close to what it was like, oh, my God, I have that same plant. How does your plant look so good? What am I doing wrong? Oh, you should just do this. Okay. 
great, that worked. Thank you very much. And more people are like, hey, this guy helped me with it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 chill. And you're like chill. the plant guru without meaning to be. I'm like, chill out. And then, you know what? I realized what it was. And I realized why people care. It's because I cared. Mm. And I was like, there's, oh, I'm providing them with something. Oh, I'm giving, oh, I'm giving back a little bit. I'm trying to, and then like without a you, I was like, I'm just sharing what I'm doing with my situation, even if it's a failure. Um, this is what happened here, or this is how this works. This is what I feel like is a good way to set up this little, uh, your situation when it comes to plants or your coffee table sit you it's just like put, putting things together and i feel like this is this is this is cool mm. hey maybe you should uh do do the same and that's just how it just continued and then obviously you use hashtags so those hashtags that were um basically what my wife did was she taught me how to fish mm. and at that moment i just went fish crazy i was like i'm eating fish every night like that's all i did was go fishing so i was like okay we got to get this hashtag going and i have to use that hashtag and this is a design i need to not be focused heavy into just plants the whole i the whole dream is to do interior style interior design like as a side job we need to start using more of those uh hashtags what are the accounts that i follow or i really like that are putting together really nice content Oh, they have a, a hashtag to use? Let's just use that. And then people reach out. So it was like Design Sponge did, some, did a feature. Then all these things just start to happen. And it's just like, okay, that's cool. But it's like, it's a, at this point, it's just like a thing where I'm like, I need to, I need to give more than what I feel like I should receive, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm just like, how can, how, how everyone, like, I get so many DMs with the first word, I'll see it, and it just says help. Oh. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, I, I, I can't, and so if anyone's hearing this and I didn't get to a DM yet, I apologize. There's, I get so many DMs, just like questions about what's happening with this plant, what's happening with that plant. Some people are kind enough to say hi. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and some people are just like, Hey, my plant's dying. Help me right now. Like, what is happening here? And I'm like, hey, hi. Um, I'm actually a person. Wow. That's so shocking. Come on, people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my it's funny. gosh. I'm always just like, you know what? I'll get to yours uh, a little bit later. Yeah. This person that told me uh, how much they loved what I've been posting and have been following me for such a long time. Someone wrote, um, long time uh, uh, follower, first time uh uh, I don't know whatever she wrote first time like asking a question first time messenger I guess and she really wanted to know about something like one of her plants and she told me that she had been watching I guess uh, one of the fiddles that I have now um, you had a guest on your show Danae you and Danae talked were talking about fiddles like fiddles were the worst things on the planet <laughs> and I wrote down in my notes to make sure Danae how dare you speak <laughs> on fiddles like that? <laughs> How dare you two gang up and say fiddles were in back in the day? But blah, blah. I was like, what were you talking about? <laughs> but look, yes, they were, they were an interior designer's crutch. 
back in the day. I just so happen to have mine, and people see they are yes, they are a very hard plant to care for. But I those are the, which is amazing, and I say this, I say this in post. Yet people continue to go get them, and they're the one, the one I get the most questions about. Mm. I'm like, I told you how hard these were. <laughs> Why do you have uh-huh. them? Because they look so good in your place. And I go, well, that's the thing, and that's what and that's kind of one of the things that I kind of. I've learned to, I guess, preach more about is I feel like a lot of the inspiration, like when people say I inspire them to do X, it it, it really is like that's everything to me because that's really what it's about. Like I feel like um, if you're able to give someone something and have them get excited about it and they, they get so excited about it, they want that same thing in their space. I think that's awesome. But to me, at some point – it's a it's something where now like plants are so big like people are bringing plants into their home i feel like am i am i pushing people to bring all of the plants into their home and they have zero idea how to care for these things Mm. and at what uh what is uh, when is it my real duty to say hey slow down like you have to know what you're doing first before not only wasting all your money because you're gonna do you're gonna do that if you kill these plants and I'm not sure how much plants are going for right now in LA. I know in New York you're you they're definitely playing a penny a pretty penny. I know in a lot of places uh, the prices of a particular plant or just plants in general have skyrocketed. So you're you're gonna lose money and also you're killing a living thing. So I try to talk to people about that look i know i'm here selling you all of these plants like the more like all of this having all this greenery in your home is amazing it's so great but also think about it i am dedicated to this thing mm. i know what i'm i know at this point what i'm actually doing with my plants if you're just like oh okay tomorrow i'm gonna have a hundred plants like that's not a good idea like that's just not gonna work so i also try to like Tell them, hey, look, slow down a bit. Find out exactly what type of plant person you are. Like maybe you maybe you don't have it in you to take care of ten plants. Maybe you're like a top five five plant type of guy. Like maybe you can only care for five plants, dude. Like don't go for six. You kill that six one every time. Just be five. Well, five is cool too. Yeah, but I think it's don't you, it, no. Ahead. It's like the um. It's like the it's like the same sort of phenomenon that I think that happens with people with pets. Um, and I think, you know, even relationships like it looks so good when someone else has it and they it, we don't often show the work. Like, can you imagine if there was, you know, one of the idealized couples in America that everyone follows and like everyone loves their love story, but then they all of a sudden started posting like posts when they go to therapy together or posts when like they're having a fight and then all of a sudden there's a yeah. balance that's being shown of the reality of the work that goes in but then also the beauty that the payoff on the other side and i think yeah. in just like plants i mean sometimes i think the the rate of people who get like puppies and kittens at christmas and then like return them or like drop them <laughs> off at a humane society is so crazy it's so crazy how often that happens and i think it's the same thing like this idealized, I want that, I want the cute kitten in my Instagram photo, or like, 
I want my kids to have a puppy. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, wait, this is like there's a reality behind that. Like this this requires my effort, my input, my time, Mm -hmm. my responsibility, my commitment. And, you know, so I think it's I hear I'm hearing you. And I think it's like very it's very sweet that you want to make sure that people are aware of the work that goes into it. Um, On the other hand, I would submit that it's there's there's still some responsibility for other people to like, you know, and I think that going off of that, it's interesting, like social media kind of adds to this phenomenon where it's like the, the highlight reel of look at how great, great my plants look. Um, and so little of the, like, look at how many hours I spend working on them and look at the one that died that I didn't take care of. Right. And, and so, you know, it's sort of like, how do we, how do we like enjoy this thing called social media that actually like makes our lives better and connects us? Like you said, like we wouldn't be having this conversation if it wasn't for social media. And I've had, I've, you know, that's very, a very common reality with even so many of my true actual friends in real life. Like I wouldn't have met them or gotten to know them if it wasn't for social media and yet so it's like there's the good so I don't want to throw it out completely but then there's also the part where it does create some imbalanced kind of expectations of what what life really is and should be and can be um and I think that that's you know that's part of what this podcast is about is just like bringing bringing additional dimensions to what life is. Um, And rather than just like having people on who have lots of followers and having them continue to talk about just like the one thing that is their online brand. um, It's, it's all about, let's talk about the other stuff that isn't a part of your online brand, but is a part of who you actually are because you're a real human being with like a three dimensional Mm -hmm. existence and a whole lot more going on than what, shows up in your, yeah. your grid. So I love it. Um, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like a really important thing for us to do, especially since social media and technology is so new um, and it evolves so quickly. And I think we as the consumers who are using social media need to be more um, proactive about kind of deciding when we want it to take over our lives and like when we're like, no, 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 you can stay out of the room for this. Like this is the line. This is our, you know, this space is our space and that space, social media can go into that space. But I think we as a culture and we, especially like, you know, someone like you, who's like a, you know, influencer technically, um, you are, you're someone who, I know I laugh at the word too. It's hilarious. It's like, oh my God. Sorry. It's funny. It's a funny word, but it, I mean, that's what a lot of people would say. And I just think that, of course, yeah. And I think it's important to just be, be aware of how it's impacting us and also then decide how we want it to impact us instead of just kind of like being the only just like brains off consumption side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to, so I have a, um, I have a partner for my podcast, which is a footwear brand that I love based in Michigan and it's called, they're called cat footwear. Yeah. 
they um it's like cat four way like caterpillar like they make the massive machines that like build roads and do all the big stuff that you see you know on construction sites. oh really yeah so they're like really dope shoes that are like super well built and you can get boots and all kinds of stuff um my husband has a pair that are he i can like almost see his toes through the bottom of them because he's worn them <laughs> he wears them every day and he's worn them every day for like three years it's crazy so yeah nice. they're built really well but um i love them you're sending me a pair of boots um, Dude, you know it. You know it. When I email you and ask for your address, it's not because I'm. It's not because I'm creeping. I'm gonna send you boots. You bet. You just gotta tell me your size. Nice. Um. So I. The reason that I love working with them is because they're just um, all about risk taking, and especially when it comes to creativity and really supporting that. And so I know you've lived in three major cities in the past what five years. Like, when did you, what year did you, yeah. yeah. So between LA and New Orleans and now Baltimore, like you've hopped around a bunch. Um, And Mm -hmm. I want to know, how do you, how have you kind of like mustered up the courage to do that? And what, what's like top one or two things that you, words of advice that you would give to someone that's moving as like an adult on how to start over in a new city and to make it successful? So as far as like, picking everything up and just leaving uh again every moment that has been a i guess huge large change pivot in my life was based on the fact that i was chasing the the dream that i have the goal that i have to uh create right and to always become better at what I'm doing or to find experience in what is next. So my travels from Baltimore, from undergrad to moving to California for the first time uh, for graduate school and then uh, leaving or graduating and then saying, you know what, I need to separate myself from LA for a moment to get my legs back under me and moving back to Baltimore and finding myself uh, there and give myself time to write, 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 write. And then having a script that I actually gave to a producer back in LA and they were like, let's make this film. And then moving back to LA a month after that and then staying in LA for five more years and figuring and figuring it out and working towards the dream of becoming a future filmmaker, uh, feature filmmaker, future filmmaker is cool too. Um, but, uh, and then deciding everything that I was working, working on and creating wasn't because of where I, I lived. It was because the, the world, the way the world was working, you could be, as a freelancer, you could live wherever. So why not shake it up and live somewhere else? As a kid in Baltimore, going and a lot of my family members have yet to have been on a plane. Wow! I didn't go on my first. I didn't. T- I wasn't. I never had been on a plane until the age of 22, and the first place I flew to was the Netherlands, um, and that just so happened to be because my college sent me there for some art workshop for three weeks, and after that flight, I never stopped flying. I just kept getting the hell out of Baltimore to see more, to experience more because I knew that there was more for me to, uh, place in my toolbox. So from city to city, like that to me, it was like, there's something new to learn from that. 
to be able to uh, find your way through L.A. and understand L.A. and understand the, the politics of being an artist in that city. And then going to New Orleans and understanding what uh, was happening there and, to, and then to come back to Baltimore. I think, again, this is in the same way my relationships, all of those cities are, are, are what made me really great for what I'm doing now here in Baltimore. Like, L.A. taught me to, to bust your ass, like, really work, really work. Sometimes, some days I miss not walking into a cafe and knowing that the dude on his laptop, the, the woman there on her laptop, the guy who's working the counter on his laptop, they're all writing scripts or <laughs> they're all answering uh, uh, emails about whatever auditions they have that day. Everyone's on their hustle no matter where they are at the very moment that, you know, that they are. Mm. So for me, like that, that, that there wasn't any fear uh, of uh, to just get up and go because if wherever you're going, there's always opportunity and it's always new. There is never going to be something that's like not new. <laughs> that's for sure. So if you go somewhere, it's new. Everything about it's going to be new and, re- and, and, and I guess refreshing to maybe spark. So and I guess in the most in the most of the situations that I moved moved to or put my myself in, those are those situations where I felt those places inspired me. They created some sort of spark in me. Uh, and I know that I felt that uh, numerous amounts of times in LA, and it was it was only because of just needing to shake something up that I moved to New Orleans, and I loved that city, and moved to that city back to Baltimore just to shake 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 it up again. And um, I don't know where uh, this takes me now, but to shake everything up again, I got back into a relationship. And you want to talk about a real uh, uh, leap of faith, maybe? Like you, you, and you, you put yourself in relationships where you're, you feel like you're all, all, I guess, all, already all the way in or just in in general, and then those things don't work out. It's like, it's like you keep doing things that you know the results of, and you just keep doing them. So for me, it's just like, I know relationships at some point end. And I'm going to go through this again. I'm going to put myself back into the situation. Like these things end and they don't end well. Like no one's like walking out like, oh, that was great. Mm. Thanks. I'll see you later. Have fun. No, it's always bad. It's always bad. But at the moment, like everything's always at the moment. Like at the moment, it fe- it felt or it feels so right and why am I going? And why am I not going to give myself that opportunity? Why should anyone deny themselves that opportunity to to explore, to see what else is out there, to 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 bring something better to them, to to give themselves this something that is is going to make them whole? Maybe mm-hmm. um, I feel like that has been the the thing that I've been out there uh not searching for but living like finding other other ways to uh be a bit better than i was the previous day Mm. maybe when any of the places that i would that i've gone to fresh new be open to everything it's kind of how i'm living my life now i'm I'm, via social i'm open to everything I decided to not say no to a lot of things mm. 
just to be open to things. So if someone's like, hey, man, a bunch of people are getting together to go do something, to go play softball, go do it. If you're in a new city and you're by yourself, go do, do stuff. Make, make your, put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You have to, if you're in a new city, you have to explore. You have to make yourself uh, willing to, uh, I don't know, uh, fall into some weird cracks. And then come out the back end and just be, that sounded weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I know what you mean. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have, you have to, you have to be able to, uh, you know, not, not, you have to know that there is a lot that you don't know about the city. And then you just, and, and, and then there's a lot of people who want, like if you go to New Orleans, everyone wants you to have a great time. Yeah. That's the one thing there. And I think that's, that's true. That's true to true for so many other cities. Mm. So when you're there, like there's people, obviously people meet, like you just said, via social now, like there's so many people that are willing to take on a new friend. Like people want to, to be friends with others and enjoy their time with other creatives and people that are cool and exciting. So that's the thing I would say, just go and explore. Don't stay, don't go to work, then go home and stay in the house. Make yourself like uh, a part of the community. And, uh, you know, be, be excited. Have fun. Like that's it. I love it. Um, okay. Last two questions. So one question is, um, so self-care routine, like anything you do for yourself to just show up for you. And then Mm -hmm. the last question is, um, what do you have in common with everyone? Got it. What do I do for self-care? Um, honestly, I just, you know, the only real self-care I kind of do is I try to spend a bit more time just sitting and basically just sitting alone and just thinking about the things that I need to do. And that's it. I just sit, get away and just off, off to myself. That's really it. Like as far as like real self-care, I just try to figure out what what's what's best for me. And at the moment and then just live in that. So maybe it's like walking my dog. I just take a, just a break. I don't know. Like that's really it. I love it. Like I don't, I don't do anything. I don't do yoga. <laughs> I don't do any of that stuff. So I think the only care I give myself is just a moment to just breathe and to just shut down for a second. Mm, good one. Now, what about you and other people? Um, you know, every, all the cities you've lived in, no matter whether people are old, young, just no matter whether they they see the world the same as you do or not, what's one thing that you could meet them and be like, okay, we we could we could talk about this one thing because we have this one thing in common. Mm. You know what? I think everyone, um, and this is just because I I get this from my wife, is that I think everyone wants to have a good laugh. Like just to just laugh and have fun, like just let out a really nice laugh and just enjoy moments. Like I feel like that's the one thing I have in common with so many of my friends. It's just like we just love to laugh. We just love to just 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 have a good time. And to me, like if you like most people want that in their life. I don't see anyone who's like, I hate laughing. I hate having a good time. That's the worst idea ever. I feel like for me, like, that's like it. Like if you can sell me on a good time, I'm in. So I love it. I love having a good laugh. Thank you so much, Hilton. Thanks for your time. Thanks for chatting. 
Um, it's of been course. so fun, and um, I hope Thank that we'll you. get to stay connected and you know do more of this in the future. Same here. If I'm ever in that city again, which I think I will yes. be, yes. Um, I'll I'll stop by the studio Come on. and pick up and pick up those boots. Do it. <laughs> All right, I'm sending some to you. You just wait. You have a good one. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee. Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using Out of Line Podcast and let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season. Hit subscribe to get the next episode on your mobile device when it drops next week. And if you love what you heard, please whip out a review, will ya?